Welcome to this week's episode of the Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the Product of Culture, aka Parkbooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. Hello everyone and welcome to this Perceptive Readers. I'm James Lynch and I want to talk about one subject. Um, there, there's a lot as you know, in these days that we live in, that people have questions on and questions on spiritual matters. Before I relate this topic, which will be covered in less than five minutes, that will mean a lot to you. And when you hear what I'm going to share with you, make sure you save it. Make sure you know that anybody who asks you in return, you can um, share it with them. Okay, so that uh, uh, once again, you know it for yourself, whether someone tries to uh, convince you otherwise. Uh, before I do that, how many of you um, have heard me talk about um, poetry over the years, uh, music over the years, uh, very talented people, uh, your once again, uh, normal Everyday people, if you want to say that, I think uh, I'm just everyday people. Okay, I started thinking about a song. I think I'll play it. But anyway, uh, but there's another topic that you know that I've talked about quite a bit too. Um, uh, spirituality, uh, spiritual uh, topics over the years. And that's never uh, stopped. Uh, now, but you know, it's something that I want to relate to you now, again, before I go into this uh, topic that you need to know about as well, is that, uh, one, you know, when I say be a good friend and also really realize what's going on, whether someone is uh, really uh, trying to help you or not being a bully or not. Because remember this, a person who is for you uh, really does take to heart um, the commandment that Jesus gave uh, that talks about you must love, you see, the true God, Jehovah is his name, with your whole heart and whole soul and whole mind and vital force. And then secondly, your neighbor as yourself. See, because in all three of those, uh, which the principal important one, I mean, they're all very, very important, but you know, the utmost one is the grand creator. But then with yourself, you do not abuse yourself. You take care of yourself. Uh, you nurture yourself. You, if you're sick, you, you get the things that, you know, you need, the vitamins and everything else to make yourself well, do you not? And so you want the best for yourself. You want to be happy. So when Jesus ended up saying, make sure you love your neighbor as well as yourself, he is saying, treat everyone good. Treat everyone with dignity. Treat everyone even with respect. You know, I say again, when sometimes people say, well, uh, respect is earned, which is true. Respect is earned where you might start having that once again, that motivation, that proactive feeling, even uh, this love on a uh, even a different level, you see, uh, uh, that's even 
groin, you see, uh, that compels you to do things, it still doesn't mean that if you doesn't res if you don't respect the person that then you do the opposite and treat them like dirt either. See, you still have that dignity as a person being made in God's image and still a baseline, if you will, that it's like, okay, I, I might don't feel this way uh, towards you on this level more higher than that or more motivated towards doing this good thing or that. But all the same, you know not to drop even below dignity, which was very, you know, once again, honorable and respectful as it is. But that's what sometimes people forget. It's, it's like, okay, I don't respect you. And then it goes the exact opposite way on the way that we're supposed to still treat people, even people, uh, we don't like. Okay. Now, of course, sometimes we're human and we just, uh, get upset maybe and may get into big arguments, but we're not talking about that. Those are just things that supposed to be just, uh, you know, exceptional that, that happens from time to time and not a full blown practice of just treating somebody bad. Um, uh, you know, uh, talking about them real bad, trying to cause harm to them, you see. So, uh, keep that thought in mind too. But with that again in mind, uh, when it comes to spiritual topics, as you've heard me mention uh, quite a bit, uh, I do and I continue to uh, try to keep certain things separate. See, uh, uh, the website and even things that I've done um, in the past, you know, with certain types of presentation uh, with certain persons who were around who were understanding what, you know, uh, I was talking about or coming from, uh, they appreciated it, you see. And they knew once again that no one was trying to, um, uh, price gouge or, or make any money off of them, uh, because of some of the spiritual topics that I would talk about. Remember, I've always said that's free. And you could hear it even more than that uh, uh, if you wanted to, uh, you know, write and ask a question, which uh, years ago, uh, some persons did used to ask questions on social media until a certain wave hit. In our, and I'm going to tell you right now, a wave of a matrix containment. And I'm getting it. I'm getting to that. Uh, see, basically, uh there's a an account even during Jesus life where the religious leaders that were around him who were in charge of really, you know, instructing the people, helping the people to come and uh, know God through love and those two commandments. Well, uh, Jesus said he called them you know, near the end of his earthly ministry, you see, uh, a, a, a lot of things condemning what they were doing. And so in those uh, things that he condemned them for, many, many persons today, whether they're trying to pursue to be a spiritual um, a teacher or what have you in the Christian congregation, or just trying to be a good person, or some people say a, a good Christian, they take heed to what Jesus said and saying when he was talking about uh, calling them a cave of robbers, you see. Um, and so it's because of that, 
Uh, and, I, and you could go into the details or look it up as to why he called them that. But see, this is one of the reasons why I've always emphasized and I will continue to emphasize certain things for as long as the perceptive readers you see is online that you'll hear me mention it from time to time. That this is why I say it's separate. The spiritual stuff that I talk about is separate. I will never ask for money, you know, um, um, for it. And I tell you what, if sometimes um, a, a person end up giving a donation just because of that subject alone, you know, I'm going to end up sending it to one organization in particular, uh, specifically because that that's the organization, again, that bears God's name and teaches the same truths that you heard. This is where I got it from, you see, and you heard me mention it before. Now, with that being said, you see, uh, you've heard about uh, the things that I mentioned was going on with the parkbooks.com, um, a website, and the uh, uh, social media handler handles and stuff like that. And many persons know that, yes, uh, these things were stolen from me early on. Uh, they were afraid of the truth. Uh, that I was speaking on these spiritual matters. Uh, many, many lies were made up and this and that and what have you. But what many persons, and this is what I'm really getting into, many persons know, I would say 99%, unless, you know, I got the talking real fast because, you know, you can make a mistake or whatever, but everyone would tell you what I've stated from the Bible was always factual. And that's why, like I said, again, uh, throwing the human imperfection of just, you know, my brain was going faster than my mouth could uh, could put out the words. And then I might skip a verse. And then sometimes I just have to come back and say, yeah, it was this verse I was talking about. But, you know, again, the spiritual subjects that I talked about and I told you about, they were facts. They were accurate. They were true. And they still are true. OK. And so. I continued over the years, even though uh, I was placed in this this matrix of containment, you see, where, again, my funds and everything uh, were actually stolen from me as well over the years. Yeah, that's just a fact. And uh, and the very persons who were my uh, because, you know, you've heard me say I'm not in competition with anybody, but the very persons who made themselves. A competition to me. The very persons who once again didn't appreciate maybe my presence or sometimes talking in front of them still came and encroached upon my life so much that it made it so that I couldn't talk to nobody. You see, one on one anymore and things of that nature. Yes. This exactly happened. I can say it before God. God know know what happened. You know, I'm not lying before him. And see, and that's one reason why I know God is behind me on a lot of stuff that I do. Uh, this has gone on for years. And the thing about it is uh, a lot of persons now have gone into a big cover up. You see, uh, the ones who have uh, prospered immensely, <laughs> you see, off of this matrix that I was placed in. Uh, why am I telling you this now? Because uh, a lot of the things that were done, 
it was done to try to basically shame a person. It was done to try to uh, uh, make people uh, never believe the things that were being said. But I'm here to tell you today, they're believing it and they're going to believe it. And see, and the thing about it is a lot of the thing charges that were made, uh, you see, sometimes you will find a person will get down and and sad or depressed. And it's not because of them thinking lower them, of themselves. It's because they have so much love for you that that depression was coming about is because of what they felt for you and the good things that they wanted for you. Not because they had some type of low self-esteem and not because of what they've been through their life. Because for some persons, and I said many of the sages, even if they've had a hardship or something traumatic happen in their life or what have you, you see, they are given or learn the things, hopefully from a parent or from a mentor, on how to actually deal with it, you see. And and be successful at it. And so it's sometimes the persons who don't understand it or don't care where they'll come back around and try to rip apart every type of building block that you had to get to that point. They'll try to say something was wrong with the way that it was built. And it wasn't not for this system of things, because still you have God. You still have the true God who understands and sees all and you have that all-powerful ransom sacrifice of Jesus, you see. And the reason why I'm continuing to uh, uh, talk on a certain matter, because like I said, different people got, you know, uh, again, different statuses in life. And these statuses, uh, according to the way that this system is set up, yes, uh, it causes some persons to be, uh, placed in certain situations where it's like, uh, yeah, they have a castle, you, you see, uh, but they even know, you know, I wanted to see the security of this financially, but I still like talking with everyday people too, but they can't. And I've always said, I'm not going to be the one uh, to uh, to browbeat or look down on anybody. And see, and sometimes people look at it and say, well, well, look at what they're doing right now. This, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, like I said, as a person or persons who have been placed in a certain type of matrix, see, eventually what they do is they build it around you. And so everybody that you're dealing with is somebody that maybe somebody could make up this slanderous remark or make this because of the way you did this or that or what have you. When again, if you had the uh, circumstances uh, that they had, which you probably had before and already shown that you were doing fine in your circumstances. But then, like I said, you don't have to be doing anything. And I want to say again as well, there is a such thing as being a victim. That's different from having a victim mentality 
But remember, people get robbed every day. People get stolen from every day. We wouldn't need peace officers if there weren't crimes. And that's why, and I'm going to throw in this other statement about that. That's why it kind of just makes me shake my head when, you know, over the past year you did here. And and I'm going to say this is not for me, this is not a political subject. See, that's what I mean about the matrix. See, there are people that specialize in so much where I told you, just you being a person, just you being alive, being, they turn you into a political focus, even though you know you've been doing the same thing that you've always been doing. And then they have the other persons who just try to twist things to make it seem like, see, because this person went along with this and went along with that, that you know what? That that's not gonna work. And 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 this one person know who exactly who I'm talking to. See, that's why I got to do it like this on this podcast. So for you parents who have your children listening, I hope once again, well, <laughs> they've heard you say you're gonna pick that up before. So in other words, this might be the same tone that I'm giving. But see, I do this as well on the Perceptive Readers uh, podcast. So a little power going on, but at the same time, oh no, I'm I'm not. Uh, uh, mad or anything. It's just that I want to place emphasis on what is going on. And you're going to see why I'm doing this when I told you I get to this one important point. Uh, that's coming. Okay. Now, again, peace officers. This is what I want to mention again. Okay. When they were talking about even the, the persons don't need peace officers and things of that nature. Okay. Even if they didn't have them, can I call you, you know, and tell you what's happening at now that I still got persons because of this side of the system of things, human nature, you know, or, or you know, will steal and things like that. Can I call you? See, ask anybody who's talking about always getting rid of the, you know, the, the peace officers and this and that or what have you. Just ask, wait, can I call you? Oh, some of them might say, yeah, but no, you can't. Because like I said, again, in the situation that some of us as, who have tried to pursue uh, uh, a good godly lifestyle or what have you already experience. <laughs> Sometimes everybody else that they call don't help. Even some of the ones who are actually supposed to be of their faith. So, so, you know, and that's in all. Uh, religions. Now, let's put all, let, let's just put the religions aside because I want to talk about something else, what some people have done. And I'm not here to, uh, judge them because many of them legitimately have found the situation that they had to be in, uh, you know, by themselves, so to speak, and with their spirituality because of the bullies that infiltrated uh uh the ritual way um the routine way or or righteous way of just showing God that again yes I can be organized I can be obedient in this way and by doing it I'm I'm showing that yes uh I'll be a good, you know, a citizen in, in your kingdom. Um, 
able to respect other people. You, I won't be robbing people. You know, I won't be stealing from people. I won't be encroaching upon people's rights. See, that's what this way of living is supposed to teach us. And yet that's why people still call it religion. But even back then, there's a lot of, you know, terms or the way people spoke back then that today uh, with all these definitions and and having these word meanings towards this and that and and sometimes changing them uh, <laughs> and everything of that nature uh, that it puts a negative connotation with something but again the way of serving God in an organized unity in that way no it's nothing wrong with it at all it is just like, as I referenced earlier, what Jesus was talking about, the, some of the leaders, you see, because there were some leaders that weren't bad, like Nicodemus. Now, he was scared to speak up, you know, as, <laughs> about different things. So he had to even go, uh, you know, under the cover of darkness to talk to Jesus. But all the same, I want to emphasize it is not all religion. And I'll tell you something else that God even says. There is a true way of worshiping him, a true religion way of worshiping him as described. And you can see it from the Hebrew scriptures and, and the temple and all, you know, the, those type of things. And then there is a false way of doing it. And see, and that's where we get into uh, even false prophets uh, who range from Knowing very little to knowing even a lot. And I, and one thing I want to mention is, uh, and, and this is what I'm going to do is, uh, I, I'm making something anyway with the, uh, Perceptive Readers Catalog, but I am going to go through and find just many other topics, uh, spiritual topics that I did, you know, talk about over the past year. And I'll just put them in just uh, one, you know, a free ebook on itself so you can at least find and go to it, download it. Uh, so you'll at least uh, just have that on the side. But I want to mention uh, again with the uh, prophets and false prophets, you got to remember this if you don't know that even Satan knows the Bible. Even Satan was quoting scriptures. To Jesus himself. And yet. Um, the way he was. Um, applying. Or trying to twist them. In such a way. He was trying to once again. Get Jesus to test God. Unnecessarily. Uh, even usurp power. See. Usurp power. Uh, uh, that was not supposed to even be his place. And I'll tell you something else about uh, that. You see, Satan even saw, told Jesus to bow down and do, you know, an act of worship of him. And he would give him all the kingdoms of the world. And some people may wonder even exactly how could Satan really do that? Well, there are people now living in this age, even though it may be 1% of the whole billions of population, that understand exactly how he does it, you see. Uh, but that's another subject, which I won't even get into. Uh, but the whole thing is, 
Satan quotes scriptures, his false prophets quote scriptures and twists as well. And so the thing about it is, I want to make something clear. If you turn to Colossians, and this is the important point, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. That verse in itself shows you that Jehovah God, when he started his creation process, even before the spirit realm, even before the physical realm, you see, well, as far as from what we know and see described all in the Bible, you see the spirit realm with the other angels and stuff. Jesus was the very first one. And that's why he's called the firstborn of creation. God made him his son. And see, and that's why Jesus is called the only begotten son, because God made Jesus directly with himself, you know, with his Holy Spirit, his hands, so to speak. And then after Jesus, you know, was born, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, made, you know, as a spirit being, spirit being, okay, spirit being in heaven, he, he played a part in creating everything else. You know, it makes me think about that, you know, father who teaches his son, you know, how to build a uh, playhouse or tree house or other things. Remember the father in, uh, he created his son out his own lawns. Okay. But yet when there were other things to build that the son could do as he was growing up, little playtime, things of that nature, he always let his son be a part of it, even though he didn't need to, but he once again gave the son now, here are the tools. You can go and you can build this. Uh, you can build this model car, T car that, that I bought you. Here are the tools to, to do it. Um, but yeah, that's in Colossians chapter one, verse 15. And so Satan, not Satan, uh, Jesus is once again older than every creation in the spirit realm and the physical realm of the, the universe. Uh, the only being older than him is Jehovah God himself. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, all right. And so I wanted you to know this because, uh, whenever other persons, and I'm just saying this uh, again, respectfully, that sometimes I told you different reasons when people experience different things, uh, in different, uh, religions, uh, because of the imposters or the infiltrators and things of that nature, it sours them. Uh, for the whole thing as a whole, you, you see, for uh, the organization as a whole. And, you know, I'm here to tell you today, uh, Jesus talked about uh, these things that would be happening. He even talked about that, yes, uh, within these even structures and things of that nature, or people want to call religions or whatever, somehow they would be kicked out, <laughs> you see, 
uh, kicked out uh, because of their love and wanting to do what's right. And you can see even what Jesus had to deal with. He always did things perfectly. And look how those envious, jealous religious leaders treated him was always trying to twist his words this way or what he was doing that way by even eating with tax collectors and sinners and prostitutes, you see. Uh, you know, we know Jesus kept it together, do we not? And so yet, as I told you before, the same way they try to always circle Jesus, they try to do people who are trying to serve God today, create a matrix like them today. That's just a fact. And so when you're in that type of situation, you do have to handle things in a different way sometimes, even in ways that persons be like, where well, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you get to a certain level and see, again, how you would fare in some of these situations. You know, I'll use the example of Joseph. Joseph is in the book of Genesis, his whole account of his life and what was done to him. But see, here it is, his father. You see, Jacob and, and, and his brothers and things, they, they all dressed a certain way differently in their land. Yes, they certainly did. But when Joseph was betrayed and lied about, sold into bondage and slavery uh, by persons that, you know, had no business doing that. What happened by the time he was grown, grown man? He took upon even some of the customs of the land. He did not sell his soul to the devil. But if you were to look at him in all his garb, his Egyptian garb, his routine that he had to do certain things. It was different. It was different. And he certainly wasn't dressed the same way that he would have been dressed, you see, in uh, the land of his father and his brothers. Yet, with everything that he had to adjust to, God still stayed with him because he knew what Joseph's prayers and his heart was about, you see. So it didn't matter whether he might have looked like one of the other Egyptians or what have you. God knew what was going on and God continued to bless him. So this should also help anybody to know that you may be in certain situations right now that I want to keep emphasizing this. And as you continue to make these adjustments that you truly want to make in your in your life, yes, there are going to be other ones. You use the expression like crabs who are going to double speak all the time. On one hand, making it sound like they want the best for you. But on the other hand, they're really calling out evil. And see, and that's why... Uh, I, I want to uh, share that with you because you keep doing the best you can because we live in a marvelous time. And what I mean by that is, you know, no matter how much curses certain persons uh, uh, 
uh, may look at you or ridicule you because of the changes um, uh, that uh, you want to make in your life. But because of this unfair yoke, heavy yoke or burden that, that that's being placed on everybody or whatever different times, you, you know, God knows that. And that's what I keep on saying. That ransom sacrifice is very powerful. It is Oh, powerful uh, because God made it and God can really see into the heart. So you may be wondering, is it going to, how much longer, you know, am I going to get some relief soon? Well, even Jesus said that, you know, the day or hour was not given to him at that time when he was on the earth. Uh, we do have every reason to believe that he know the day and hour right now. <laughs> he certainly does. Uh, we have every reason to believe that. And so there is a set time. And, um, and I just want to relate even persons who have become so you know, distasteful, just got a bad taste for even the true uh, religion that is there, you know. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that you're weak. Uh, it really goes to show you're smart. <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> and as I said before, I know some people uh, look at certain persons in certain situations, the matrix that they've been placed in. Well, that's why we have God's word, the Holy Bible, to see that certain persons would at times just be placed in certain situations that it's like it's different from, it really is different from the majority of the people on the face of this earth. And it's like, again, it, you can't be told. Sometimes you just, it, it, it's just an experience uh, that comes. Yet, in due time, God said he'll bring all these ones. And that's what I was telling you about. He, he's going to bring all these persons uh, in bondage in these certain areas, you see. And as far as the ones who are right now are just, you know, doing their spirituality on their own, I'm going to share something that from experience I've seen. Uh, and it happens. And so I know where they're coming from sometimes where it's like, yeah, uh, you got a lot of deep knowledge. And at the same time, even though you, you don't say it or maybe can't say it, um, you still got a, a certain yoke of bondage on you as well. Even though you're not part of any religion and you're most likely hoping I hope he or she really knows what I really got behind me holding me this well even the person doesn't <laughs> God still knows and so you know just do the best you can do the best you can. And this is one of the reasons why, like I said, again, I, I you know, I don't like to uh, really browbeat anybody and I don't like to go behind anybody and, and always correcting something 
uh, incorrectly that they may have said or was forced to say uh, because, you know, I want you to be free just like I wish everybody could be free, not only physically speaking, but spiritually speaking, you know, um, in their minds. But God knows all things and he knows that he's going to save his people as well. It's going to happen. You see, so anyway, uh, I just really wanted to relate some of those things so that you would be aware of certain um, situations. And, you know, I'm trying to uh, continue to relate overall a lot of, you know, uh, positive things and uh, because the Bible is positive, but there are subjects that I talked about. Sometimes it still shake you up because when it wake you up, it shake you up. And then sometimes you walk around, you know, like what in the world is going on? It can have that effect on you. And so, you know, I just try to uh, keep it, uh, you know, balance um, with the other uh, writings that I talk about, just like, for example, I talk about the graduation uh, with the poetry of Flair book. You know, these are all topics and subjects that everybody talks about. Every single one. You know, um, being spiritual, spiritual minded, and yet living in this world of abundance full of plants and animals and activities God gave it all for us to be able to talk about, you know, to enjoy. Uh, so you may get into one conversation on a deeply spiritual uh, level. And then the next minute you might be talking about again, how, you know, let's go fishing. Let's go, uh, you know, uh, build this uh, playhouse together. Let's write this song together. Let's make this audio book together. You see? All right. So anyway, uh, thank you for being here on this Perceptive Readers. And um, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. I gave you a lot to think about. Uh, but you know, it's all good. It, it, it's all good. So if uh, 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 one of your uh, <laughs> children <laughs> ran in the uh, a bedroom or whatever. So, oh, no, uh, tell him I'm sorry. You know, but you all know that this is the perceptive readers, and it sometimes it cracked me up. You know, I used to make a joke how people can watch all these different types of woo out there movies and everything, uh, and 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 not even bad or not. But then, boy, you you listen to something that I say on the perceptive readers, and it's like it doesn't scare the death out you. You know. So anyway, there you go. But thank you for being here on this Perceptive Readers. Hey, you have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.